Good morning, guys, and welcome back to The Babe is a Beast. I have been MIA for, what, a month and some change now? I apologize. I suck. I know. This is Sydney, Sid, Sydney Ray, however you want to call me. And I recorded part of this podcast already. I just want to let you guys know that. And I thought it was fire. And I went to upload it. And you know what happened? The app shut down. It, like, malfunctioned. So that was nice. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to try this again. So, you probably saw the title, Shut Up and Listen, you're probably a little taken aback, but you know how I am. This is unpopular opinions, and you're just going to have to deal. <laughs> so, the reason I say shut up and listen is I have been up since 8, no, 7.50, around 7.50, prayed, was in one of my journals, was on the Dream on Youth story, and I happened to be going through my story and editing the highlights, and stumbled upon Megan Hughes' story this morning because I was like, oh, Megan posted this morning. Like, let me go check it. If you don't know Megan Hughes, she's a yellow ray of sunshine who is emotionally mature and educated at the age of 21, I think is how old she said she was. And I'm like, I wish I had that depth and like range and like felt like that at 21. That's not how my mind worked. <laughs> but yeah, she was talking and she was talking about the family that she nannies for And she was talking about how she talked to the 14-year-old. And she was just talking to her. And the last post in Megan's Instagram story was, this is basically the point. She said, people need to listen. Well, not people need to, but she said, listen to the people who are screaming in the only ways they know how. I'm going to repeat that one more time because I don't know if you felt that. Listen to the people who are screaming in the only ways they know how. When I tell you I felt that as a young person, the inner child in me, as an adult, I felt that so hard and so much, I lost my whole mind on my Instagram story and was like, you know what? At this Instagram story, it's too, there's too much I want to say. I'm going on the podcast, which I haven't been on in like a month and some change and I've been feeling guilty for because I haven't been on it. I just, it was, it was time. And I, I said I wanted to create quality content, quality content over quantity. And I meant it. Sorry for the strange noises. <laughs> and this is, this topic needs to be talked about. There's, there's no other way for me to put that. It, it needs to be the hard conversation that we have because it's time for us to shut up and listen. And I say that as I'm talking to you, which I know oxymoron, (laughs) but I say that because I really think if people would have shut up and stopped trying to give me advice, stopped trying to tell me all of these other things that I should be doing, people really would have stopped and listened to me, listened to the lyrics that I was listening to, that I was screaming in my room, that I was, the songs that I connected to, the bands that I was connected to, the things I would joke about and talk about, they would have picked up on it a long time ago. Like a long, like what I was dealing with. They would have picked up with the suicidal tendencies and depression. And I'm not saying it's people's job to do that. But so many people were like, well, I would have helped them if they would have just told me. And it's like, you didn't bother to listen. So many people think, well, I would have just helped. Well, I was there for them. Well, I was at. A lot of times it's not even that. Like somebody can feel alone and be surrounded by a group of people. Like we've seen that happen with multiple celebrities. We've seen that happen with so many people. Unfortunately, that we know where they have lost their lives because they felt alone and they felt like they couldn't go on and that 
they'd give in. And I'm sorry for the non-trigger warning, but you knew when I said that that this topic was not, you know, for people who are going to be closed-minded or weak of heart or anything like that. Um, or at least not weak of heart, but like, you know, who will be so easily triggered by it? Because it is a hard topic. It is a hard conversation to have. And it's like, I've been there and been like, well, if this person would have told me that. And I, I really was like, well, I can't say that because I've been in those shoes and been surrounded by people, probably had the most friends that I had in my life and felt utterly alone. And like, I could not go on. Like, I remember the letter that I wrote. I remember my parents saying it. I remember, and I still, even after all of that happened, I still didn't feel more safe. I didn't feel I made the decision not to go through with it. But it wasn't like, oh, my parents are going to miss me. And it sounds so harsh. It sounds so bad when you say it like that. But it was honest. Like, it was a decision that, like, no, because I know I'm not finished here is kind of what the thought process wasn't. It wasn't about anybody missing me because I'd already felt alone. And that did not change after I made the decision to go on with my life. I still struggle with it sometimes. I still struggle with abandonment issues and all this other stuff. And, like, there's still lyrics that I scream to this day that I screamed when I was in that period of my life, when I was young, probably about around 14, and in that stage of my life where everything just seemed like nobody was listening to me and nobody would listen to me and nobody was taking the time to really hear me. They wanted to tell me what they thought I wanted to hear, but they weren't hearing me. And I didn't have that big sister or that older person to look up to and go towards, you know, or an outlet for that matter. And that's just me being honest. There are times where people close to me talk now and I really, and it's funny because they'll notice like if I text them and I don't know if any of them picked up on it, they probably have. When I text them, I will give them advice. I will, you know, talk them through it. But when I'm with them, I don't do the same thing. I like really just like try to listen. And I'll say like maybe a few words and I might say something if they ask me to give my opinion, but I'm not trying to offload all of my ideals and all of what works for me onto them. It's really about me listening to them. And I think it's so interesting because listening, if you want to be technical, there's a lost art in conversation because we're so instant gratification, instant this, instant that. There's a lost art in listening to. A lot of people don't listen. People want quick videos. People want quick this, quick that. Like I said, it's instant. And they don't want to read through the whole blog post. They don't want to watch the whole video. They want to skip this. There's like fast forward options on the mobile option for where you don't have to drag the thing. You can like tap a few times to skip through a YouTube video. I've done it. (laughs) Um, And it's just, it's insane. And it's like, why are we, why are we doing this? Why are we... And it devastated me that she was talking about this 14 year old girl who felt like she couldn't be heard, felt like she was going through all this stuff. And Megan was like, I've been there. I was that girl. And I like, she was like, I wish I had a mentor and mentor and everything. And Megan was like, Hey, hello, me. Like, hello. Megan like stepped up to the plate to be there for her. Cause she was like, Oh my gosh. Like I was talking to a younger me. Like she felt that. And that's kind of how I feel. And it's funny. Cause she said, Megan was like, I'm the youngest in my family. She was like, so, like, it's funny to see now that I, like, really want to play that big sister role to other people. And I was like, I'm the oldest in my family, so that's always kind of been in me to be the big sister and kind of be the mom of the group. But it's just gotten stronger as I've gotten older because I want to take care of so many people and I want people to know that they're not alone. And because I went through the struggles that I went through, I'm like, 
word that I'm not gonna say right now I want to say so bad I'm gonna cuss I'm just gonna cuss I don't care shit like (laughs) shit I wish people never had to go through this this is terrible this is awful this sucks but then I tell you like I still live with depression I still have days I still have off days where like I completely shut down and I will have a trigger and I will not know what the trigger is but it will happen and like I can shut down and I can be with a group of people I can be with myself It doesn't matter. And I wish when I was younger, I had had somebody to basically work with me the way that I worked with myself over the years. Praise God for faith because that got me through it too. Praise God because he got me through it too. And yeah, I, I wish I had a quote unquote big sister in that time that had been through what I had been through. But it's funny because I just had this conversation with Jefferson Ellis of Jawbreaking about what Dream on Youth really does. We had a phone conversation. It was like a 30-minute phone conversation because we were talking about um, some other things. And I told him. I told him what the premise is behind it. I told him what the larger goal was. And it was funny because he asked me. He was like, I mean, is the larger goal for you to have? And I think it was more, the first one was like more numbers focused. Um, and to do this and have like to, oh no, it was that it was like resource focused. He was like, they have these tools and these resources that like the bigger goal or is the bigger goal to have the larger conversation. And I was like, to be completely honest, yeah, yeah, I want to work on getting the tools and resources out this year. Like that's a goal of ours for this year. But the biggest goal for us has always, always been, it has not changed in the six years that I've been doing Dream on You for us to be able to have the larger, larger conversations with people across the globe. Like it has to be talking about people have to be more emotionally educated and not, and people have to learn it's okay to not be okay. But also sometimes you have to shut up and listen to the people who are screaming at you in ways that they only know how, whether it be through jokes, because I have watched numerous and uh, trigger warning now, numerous men joke about the situations that they've been through when they've been sexually harassed or molested or anything like that. And people have been like, yeah, man, dude, that's so cool. You were so young. You got this, blah, blah, blah. And it's disgusting because it's like, do you know how much trauma that man probably has from that moment that he is masking and hiding under all these jokes? And because it's the norm to like, as a young man, to have that happen, lose your virginity, whatever, at a young age. And it just like makes my skin crawl. And it's so bad because there's so many movies that are like that, like getting taken advantage of by an older woman is a cool thing. I've watched those movies. I've seen those movies. I already know. And we have to stop making jokes out of everything. Suicide is not a joke at all. Not, not a joke. It's not funny. Like, it sucks. It sucks to feel that way. It sucks to go through that. There's too many people who've lost their lives because they've been bullied, because they've been made a joke of. All of these things. Because we don't know how to shut our mouths and listen to people. And listen when we're taking things too far. And to apologize for taking things too far. So, the last thing I'm going to say, and I just want to end it here because I think it's a really good ending point for this, for us to marinate on. If you guys want me to talk about it more, if you have questions, of course, tweet me at, at it's Sydney Ray or Dream on Youth or any of my handles and let us know, um, and I'll talk about it more and kind of discuss some more. I may even go live if you guys want that. But I posted this, and it's so funny because it just, like, happened in a series, and there's no coincidences. Like, God is not funny. 
God's got jokes. Like, I know I just talked about jokes, but God's literally got jokes on my life because the way things align, I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. So, I saw this quote while well, I listened to this quote by Miss Rachel Hollis. Thanks to Ariel Astoria. I think I'm saying her. I think I'm saying her name right. <laughs> and Rachel's talking about how she doesn't need one more fan. Uh, one more fan. She doesn't want to build a community of fans or a group of fans. She wants to build a community of leaders. And I was like, ooh. And so when I did our caption for Dream on Youth, because I created a graphic off of the quote that she did, and I did the caption, and I was like, you know what? Like, we stopped. We went to hiding for a bit. I said, and we had to really think about, yeah, we don't want one more fan. Because fans tend to, and I edited it because I didn't want to offend anybody, but I'm going to say it right now. Fans t- tend to idolize people and worship people that have no business being worshipped. I've been guilty of it as a young adult. I already know, and I had to take a step back and be like, look, there's nobody above God, at least for me. I don't know about anybody else, but I was like, you're not above God. I'm sorry. I d- no. No. I love you, Bay. I love you, Rihanna. I love all these women. Oprah. Viola. I love all of you. You're just not above God. <laughs> and... You know, we tend to idolize and then they get so that all of their worth gets wrapped up in this one person noticing them, saying anything about them, retweeting them, been there. Um, watched my interns on Dream on Youth. I'm not going to mention names. They know who they are. We literally had a fight about this on our team because of what happened, because there was a certain pop star that we all didn't agree with and we all weren't for because we were like, well, like you're idolizing said person and all of your emotions are wrapped up in this person. And like, I love them dearly, but it was terrifying to witness. And I think that's why I didn't like the said pop star is because I watched all these people idolize this person. And I was like, this is not healthy. This is terrifying because they're not going to listen to anybody but that person. And if you think I'm crazy, look at all the big pop stars now. Then go through the threads of people that reply to them. And see how many people say, if you don't notice me, I'm going to do this to myself. Or please notice me like, I love you so much. I feel like I'll be so much more worthy or whatever if you notice me. Look at the thread of tweets that is that. Tell me that does not terrify you. That that could be one day be your child or your brother or your sister. Or somebody that you're close to, that you love and adore and could not imagine them putting all of their worth in this one person whose responsibility is not to make you feel worthy about yourself. It's nobody's responsibility to make you feel worthy about yourself. I'm going to tell you that right there. Yeah, that's what Dream Money is all about, is teaching you how to self-love, but it's teaching you how to self-love. It's not us saying like, oh, you're going to love yourself right now. Like, it's our responsibility to make you love yourself. We can't do that. That is still your decision. That is still your choice. We are there to help you do it, but we cannot do that for you. And that is the problem. I said, like, you know, fans tend to affirm and do all this stuff. They're like, yeah, it's great to have people who follow you and love you and enjoy your work. But, like, the term fan I just don't like anymore. Like, because it's become such this idolization and putting people on a pedestal and that they could never do anything wrong and all of this stuff. And, like... <clears throat> I've watched the same interns grow up and like be able to detach themselves and you know and like really come to terms with it but it was terrifying to watch all of these girls fight over why they didn't like this person or why they don't like this person it's funny because all of us I think have listened to her now but it's 
it's terrifying because you think, oh my gosh, if this is just from this one person, how many other kids and teens and stuff are idling these people and being like, I'm going to hurt myself if you don't notice me or if you don't do this. And all these actors who are having this responsibility who play these roles on TV or they're dealing with suicide or they're suicidal or they're bi or they're doing all this stuff that they maybe not actually identify with. That's just who they're playing as a role and get all these messages that say, you help me through this. I identify with this. What advice do you have for this? And they're like, I was just acting. Like I was just acting in a role. Like, yes, I was really connected to it, but that doesn't mean they went through that. Like they went through that playing that character, but they were playing a character and more. We have to start teaching people how to be emotionally educated that way. That like, it's not that person's responsibility to give you advice because sometimes they can't, they're not emotionally educated enough to do that. So sometimes you really have to pay attention and listen to the people when they're screaming about all these people that they love. And like, I cried when this happened and she you know, like there's just things that you have to just shut up and listen for. Because if we keep going the way that we're going, the world is in chaos now. Honey, you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm just saying. This has been another episode of The Babe is a Beast. Like I said, marinate on that. Think on that. Are you one of those people who says, well, if this person doesn't notice me, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Are you one of those people who tends to idolize and then when that person doesn't notice you, doesn't do this, doesn't do that, you whole world comes crumbling down? Are you one of those people who tries to give advice and never really stops to listen? We really have to work on ourselves to be better for the people around us and in turn, we will better our world. So yeah, think on it, marinate on it. Tweet me at it, Sydney Ray or Dream on Youth on Instagram, on Facebook. Like I'm just, we just everywhere. So Let me know if you have questions. Always DM me if you don't want the whole world to see your question. Like, let me know you have a question and I'll follow you so you can DM me if that's, like, the issue. Or you can email me at sydney at dreamonyouth.com if you have questions about this episode. Because I really want to start having this conversation about this because it's such a problem. And people don't talk about it because so many people are fans of other people. But people don't really understand what the term fan means today. It may not be what the original term it started out for, but fans don't understand, well, people don't understand what the word fan means today and what it looks like. And that's the problem. And people also don't know how to shut up and listen and aren't listening to people who are screaming in the only ways that they know how. So we have to do better. We have to do better. You guys have a very beautiful Thursday. I know I gave you a lot of heavy stuff to think on, but... Just know you're not going through this alone and you're not having to figure this out alone. Like, I'm in this with you. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to better myself with you. That's what I'm here for. So hit me up on the email, if, if anything, sydneyandreamonyouth.com. Thanks, guys.